Come to KMSA, where we develop soccer players through discipline, respect, and togetherness. You can contact us at kmsocceracademy at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at km underscore soccer underscore academy or Coach Kyle. Hi and welcome back to another episode of the Coach Kyle Show. You're with your host, Coach Kyle McKinnon, and the co-host, the greater Wall Med. We talk all things soccer. Um, it's no different this week. We are celebrating Black History Month, and last last podcast we touch on some numbers, and hopefully um, those numbers bring some awareness and some consciousness to what is the reality of a situation, um, and maybe raise the awareness and the understanding of you know, how you respect differences. Because mm-hmm. oftentimes people think you need to <laughs> be the same or you need to look a certain way and speak a certain way and don't respect um, difference. But oftentimes we're asked to respect mm-hmm. the difference. The difference, All right. But it's not across the board, so... We want to discuss um, again, but more in depth with regards to where is the diversity in the game. You know, I just saw something with Crystal Dunn saying that she's going to be bold. Um, she's going to be bold, unquote, but she's going to be bold and speaking out on. Um, how she feels and I think her being an attacker and and being placed in a fullback position because obviously she's athletic, obviously she's, she's strong, strong, she's guys, yeah. aggressive. Yeah. Um but we both saw her play mm-hmm. for a club. She don't play that role. She don't, at all. <laughs> so and she's she's dangerous. She's dangerous as an attacker. She brings so much variables like exactly. she's you know, she plays in different areas of the field. One time she's outside, she's inside. One time she's up front, yeah. and you see her in midfield. She's, you know, she's a clever, she's a clever woman on the field, um, and you know, stuck in her in a right back position or left back position is okay. That's what you. That's what you're able to do because a lot of times, you know, people, people judge talent. Uh, people judge your, if your effectiveness on the field based on your psychological strength. They put it in a nice word, but actually they're saying you're either smart or you're too smart. Okay. You know, indirectly, they would say, you know, so certain positions are claimed to be of high IQ. Okay. See? Of high IQ. So if your IQ is not three point something or four point something keep it simple <laughs> it's like all right we need to put them in this area where you know we need a certain physical demand in this area we don't need a cognitive demand really okay. and it's it's done very systematically it it's it's done very careful um 
But it happens, bro. It happens. A lot of decisions are not being made based on the giftings or necessarily the qualities of playing the game of soccer or football. But a lot of times, you know, especially here, it has a lot to do with your psychological strength. They use psychological strength. Psychological could be self-discipline. It could be respect. It could be all these things. But no, no. I believe it's more intellectual. Okay. You know, somebody could come and and and, and debate on that. But if if it's all the things that you're saying it's not, only why it begs the question: Why there's not more diversity? in top positions, in head coaching positions, in director's positions within this country. Somebody will argue with you that, okay, maybe we feel like that's where your strength lies. Like, we're done. They'll say, okay, maybe we feel like she's very explosive. She she has good fitness and stamina. We think that modern game, the right back position is good for her. I think you, you're able to say that when a child is seven or six years old. <laughs> oh, my God. When, when I'm an adult, you know, I clearly know what I am capable of, right? You might ask me to play a certain role yeah. because I might have the qualities that is better than, than, than a player or you might need me to go in that role for a specific situation. Yeah. That is fine. But to say that's where I'm... I'm best suited when I'm an when I'm a adult or a senior player or a professional player. That's not how that works. That's what you tell uh, a zone one player, yes, or a thirteen year old or a fifteen year old who's still in the maturation stage and and don't really naturally naturally where they're supposed to be. But you know, players, you know, some athletes are. You know what you, what you will call utility players. You know, okay, let's use Dunn for instance. She's playing as a seven or eleven, but then the left back is getting killed that day. Okay, Dunn, we got some problems here. We we want you to come and do this for us. Yeah, coach, I'm gonna do it for the team. But to take away what I do well and what I'm what I believe I'm best suited because you 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 want to put me there just for your own benefits and not also looking out for my benefits then I have to question you cuz you're doing something for you yeah, yeah. you're not doing it for me so at the end of the day if I find myself you know playing poorly outside of a position that I is not my my strengths then I stand a chance of losing financially, financially. and stand a chance <laughs> of getting dropped <laughs> to some little to some mm-hmm. little 19 18 year old girl coming through yeah so it, um, to your point yes they could say that but to who <laughs> you know anyway when we come back we'll we'll jump We'll jump deep into this topic. You know, where where are the diversities in this um, in this soccer environment?
Looking for a haircut or a stylist? Then come down to Hollywood 2 Unisex Salon. They specialize in precision cuts, updos, braids, locks, extensions, and many more. Check them out at 1305 West Baltimore Avenue, Linden, New Jersey, 07036. Or call 908-587-0086 to book your appointment today. This friendly environment will take care of you. Be sure to know all COVID guidelines are in place. Welcome back to Coach Kyle Show. You with Coach Kyle McKinnon and the great Wall Med. Where is the diversity in the game? <laughs> there is. There is no diversity in the game. So again, when we talk here, I can't even say. You know, that it comes with facts and there's numbers, and we do our research prior to us giving it back to the people that are listening to us. Wait, that's the only time we like get all scripted, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you know, we actually, like, <laughs> you know, we have to. <laughs> yeah, we gotta bring, we gotta bring numbers with this because this is yeah. a very people gonna question. It's a very ticklish. ticklish ticklish topic so <laughs> yes this is our first um like we could say scripted yeah podcast yeah you're right because we'll, we'll get off the script very quickly <laughs> so let's go so it's from the the black coaches organization right so they do a lot of research obviously on the, you know black coaches diversity mainly in the u.s right they talk mm -hmm. a little bit outside the country but mainly in the u.s they focus on because they feel like in the u.s there's no diversity whatsoever yeah. So I'm going to give you a little bit of facts. So in 2015, the Institute of Diversity and Ethics in Sports, TIDES. So they're located at campus of University of Central Florida. Yeah. They rated the MLS as the worst league in the in the in the world. The MLS yeah. is the worst league. And again, you ask yourself why? Because again, there's the diversity across the board in all sports. They're not just talking about soccer, but yeah. all sports, it's zero. All right, the league has received some of the lowest mark to, due to the lack of um, diversity as a major position, like the head coach or the general manager. Mm -hmm. So they're basing on that. So their numbers has increased a little bit. When they say a little bit, they're mainly talking about three. The two that they've they've marked was Hamlet, currently the sporting director of New York Red Bulls, and Ernie Stewart, the Philadelphia Union, who became the first African American general manager since the league. Inception in 1996. Hmm. So they had two since the league started in 1910. This was around 2015 where those two guys came into position. Wow. So what is the real fear of um, having diversity within the sport? Like it's a sport that it brings people from all walks of life. And, and in most cases, it brings a lot of poor people, you know, mm -hmm. a lot of poor people, a lot of people. <laughs> Maybe that's who, what they're trying to stop. <laughs> who had nothing. You know, it was a sport that the best players in the world were not rated as high level from a intellectual standpoint. You know, when you read the story of King Pelé and, you know, how dirt poor they were and had to do a lot of you know, I had to do a lot of stuff just to survive. Um, and you look at, you look at so many stories and we've, we've always seen the Brazilians producing the world class after world class after world class. Not form players, you know, I always use the term, you know, you got players in form and they got players who, who are class, 
class is doing it over and over and over and over and over again. Brazil have done it over and 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 still doing it today. Producing Argentina, you know, and you hear the stories and 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 you and you knew as a young man coming up that that was the only chance that you can stand on. That this wasn't based on how you look, your intellectual skills, your bank account, yeah, bank where you live, where you work, like <laughs> that was the hope for poor people. Yeah, soccer, and in and in most cases a lot of sports. Not, I wouldn't say a lot of sports yeah. because a lot of yeah, a lot football. of sports you gotta get a lot of money. Yeah, football. No one but you know that. But going back to what I'm saying, like the game was a lot of that, you know. But it always had this 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 race thing hovering over, um, just because how the world set up, not because how we, we had nothing to do with that. It. We 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 we, we, we born into it. Yeah. It's the reality uh. of. But that was your that was your little hope that mm. you can. You could don't have nothing, but this 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 sport. Um, the ability to play something with your leg when your brain is so far away from it. Um, it, it had to be about gifts. It, it, it had to be about a God-given talent. It, it had to be about, you know, passion and competitiveness. And guess what? Just being hungry. Yeah, boy. Just, just being hungry. And, and yes, it, it would have evolved. And it's, it's it's much more tactical now. But if you go back and you look at those tapes back in the day, you know, some people might say it wasn't this structure and it hadn't it didn't have all of this science in it and but the game was still beautiful. You see what I'm saying? The game was still beautiful. You probably got a lot of old members in your family that talk about soccer or talk about football and you like it just amazed you, like, yeah. this was happening before all of this going on right now. Yeah. Yeah. And it was so much fun because it gripped, it, it kind of gripped your heart, it gripped your mind, and it bring you into this place of, of joy and excitement. And then you get up and then you got to deal with all of this <laughs> science and all this intellectual. And yes, and all these things are helping to develop the game to a point where you got players thinking faster, playing quicker. The game is much faster. There's a higher level of technical speed and, yeah. and all these things. But we still have to balance it out. We still have to balance it out because, you know, taking out that balance has put a group of people, the black people, the minority, in a position where if you don't, if you don't fit that intellectual side that they believe is the measurement to prove if you can do a good job or not, then giftings have gone out the door. Talent have gone out the door. And there will be no there will be no place to to develop in that. So what you saying there, going back to your point a bit of these two uh African Americans who are able to, you know, um, I think the guy from Toronto too. He, yes, I'm, I'm bringing him up. Yeah, there. he's also there. You know, it tells me 
that just like a national team, you got a pool of players. You got a pool of players. You mm -hmm. might have like 10 players for one position. Mm -hmm. And based on different parts of your developmental process, you know who you want to bring to to give them an opportunity to see where they are and kind of kind of gauge them okay. to have a better sense of when the real competition come who you have okay. and who is in form and all of these things it clearly saying to me there's no black coaches in no pool we, we never in a form I guess. It, 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 it clearly saying there's, there's, there's not there's no black coaches in in no pool that exactly. you know we yeah we could there's no pool. We could, yeah, we could we could pick one out and let's go. No. Because um, everything else, there's a pool for the players. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes, there's their pool for coaches. Mm -hmm. You must know where the coaches are so that you could make the best decision to 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 hire um, the right coach. Is he informed? What, what is he doing? You know, what is his team doing? You know, what is he producing for the last five, six years? You know, it's supposed to be in yeah. a pool. Yeah. So it, it tells me that no black coach is not in a pool. There is no pool. I mean, there's no pool? There's no pool. We okay. go back to it. There is no pool. I'm going to go back to the article from 2015, right? So there's an article written in 2015 by Orlando Sentinel. So it's a Florida-based newspaper. And they talk about that at that time, the New York Red Bull sporting director, Ali Curtis. Yeah. So he, quote... I think it's unfortunate and it's disappointed. It doesn't represent a diversity within the sport. But I do believe that progressively changing is going to take place little by little. First and foremost, executive leadership from the owner's perspective as well as the front office needs to acknowledge that diversity does not exist. That is the biggest problem. They believe, they truly believe there's no issue. There's no race issue. When it comes to hiring black coaches, do you think that's what it is? They're blind. They they really believe there's no issue. Is there not to be sure they don't want to <laughs> see there's an issue? issue? Okay, okay. Um, because how you could have all of these coaches involved? The football, soccer, is a universal sport. Like. <laughs> Everybody plays. <laughs> Everybody See plays. what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody plays. The rich, the poor, the... I don't... I, you, yeah, whatever. Everywhere. Everybody everywhere. plays yeah. the game. And it's it's worldwide. And when you go back and you look at the numbers from, from our last podcast, with all those zeros, how you could say it's not an issue? Like, to say that is... You, you, you are colorblind. You, you don't want to accept that changes need to be made. That's true. Because you cannot say why. Now, if, you, if they come out and they say okay. why there's not enough black coaches in the positions you would have mentioned, mm -hmm. then you have something to hold up and say, all right, well, if this is the standard, then I have to look into myself as a black coach and figure out where am I on this on this on this measurement stick. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And and the measurement and the measure the measuring stick is it based on the culture of the minority? Is it based on the white culture? 
Is it based on the Latino culture? Is it based on the Asian culture? Or is it a universal culture that is created in this game, that is created in the game, within this game, on the field? Is it created within the game, in the back room? Okay. So, if, if, they, if they say, well, this is the measurement, and what, unfortunately or fortunately, black coaches don't line up here, mm-hmm. What is that study based on? What is that model based on? That black coaches are not reaching the level of white coaches, if that's what you're saying. Yeah. Or Hispanic coaches are not reaching the level of black coaches or whatever you're trying to do. What is the model to determine how you arrive at what the expectations are to be in this position? So, what you're alluding to that they're saying is not an issue when you look when we look at the numbers, there's not the 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 percentage is so low. Oh, it's not even funny, right? Not in just head coaching jobs, but head coaching jobs in youth. And 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 one of the things we discussed that we went and do our own research of because this thing start driving our minds to really understanding what we're up against. And seventy nine percent of black coaches are in wreck. Don't tell. Listen. You don't say that no travel <laughs> program. It's wreck. It's wreck. Yeah. Because it's leading to nothing. It's not on the pathway. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? That's a fact. Because no coach is coming down to travel soccer to pick no national team player. You're right. But in Brazil, they were going to get to and find the little boy playing on the street. They will go into those places, and, and, right? And get him a sack of shoes in Africa. They will go see the little boy playing in the streets and dribble, dribble. Oh, you got some talent, boy. Come. In, in, in the Caribbean, it's the same thing. In America, they're not going to no travel soccer team to look for no professional player, no national player. If you're not in a DA program or an MLS program, boy, you good luck. Good luck. You, you better know somebody. You better go leave the, you better leave the country <laughs> and go somewhere else. So to what you're saying, it's it's just crazy. And like we said, the people in the field is, is the problem. Yes. Because until the people in the field start recognizing it's a problem, the people outside the field would never see it's a problem like, like what you're reading. When we come back, though, we'll, we'll go a bit more deeper into this article mm-hmm. because this article has some amazing things that, you know, all they could refute and say and be clear with why. <laughs> Don't just say it is not a problem. Say why it's not a problem. We'll be right back. If you're in the playing field area or coming from miles away and looking for a hairstylist, then Mary's African Hair Braiding can supply your every need. Stop in at 423 Park Avenue, Plainfield, New Jersey, 07060, or call 908-590-3361 for extensions, locks, and many more. Book your appointment today in this friendly and very comfortable environment. They will take care of you. All COVID guidelines are in place. Welcome back to the Coach Kyle Show. You are Coach Kyle McKinnon and the great Owala Med. Remember, this is the Coach Kyle Show, and we we're talking all things soccer on this podcast. 
um, and we're diving in to a very, you know, very important and interesting topic. Where is the diversity in in soccer in the United States of America? Um, and you know, it's a reality that we're facing every day, and and, and it's while it might be uncomfortable, it you know, it's it's a reality. It's not something you could hide from. It's not something that is under the rug. It, it's something that we can clearly see. So, you know, we using this Black History Month to highlight, you know, some of the, the ills or some of the things that are uncomfortable um, for us as young coaches, as passionate coaches, as, you know, coaches who continuously um, develop themselves through the education of the game um, and, and invest in their own development and growth. And these numbers and these articles are, you know, creating, you know, chaos, creating, uh, you know, a high level of curiosity of what is to come or not to come. So, you know, we're discussing this topic to, to bring... And bring light um, to things that I didn't know. You know, I didn't know all of this. I just know that it is what it is. <laughs> but it's deeper than it is what it is. It's very deep you know? So, yeah. Okay. So, from that article, which was written in 2015, three years passed after that article. And from Curtis, from what Curtis said, little has changed. So, um, in fact, Curtis no longer, he was no longer with the program. So, after that, he was no longer with the program for three years. He wrote a 300-page plan to revamp the New York Red Bulls, making them relevant again in the league. Mm -hmm. So after he wrote, he had a 300-page paper, right, mm -hmm. to how to, to put diversity within the Red Bull, right? Prior to that, right, Red Bulls pretty much didn't win anything. When that man came in, right, the club became playoff mainstream, right? During those three years, sporting director finished first and second in those three years. They won the support of Shield. They was the best team in 2015, mm. 2015. 2015. So he did a lot. He, I know those three years he'd been there, he definitely did a lot for the program, right? So again, we're going down to U.S., also financially supporting the National Women's League. So Women's League is even ranked worse than MLS in the, in the world. <laughs> the Women's League, which is the, the NWSL League, ranked statistically worse than the MLS when addressing diversity hiring. One of one of the nine teams in leagues, all nine head coaching positions are, are led by white coaches, and there are only two black assistant coaches, with, with the newly inducted Hall of Famer, Brianna Scurry, being the first-year assistant at Washington Spirit. Hmm. So it, it, it even... It, <laughs> so... And, Again, how you how you could say this 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 there's no issue. That's again like what is happening to what is happening to these people? Like <laughs> so there's no black players. There's no black players on none of these teams. <laughs> that, that, that don't even make sense. Of See, course. Of course. It's, it's a whole lot. It's a whole lot of black players that playing in every single league. There's a whole lot of minorities in every single team. 
in in all the leagues here, there's there's diversity all across the board when it comes to what is happening on the field. So when 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 you look at these numbers, you know the question is how come there's no article that's saying why this is so? You know, why this why there's no article? Think about it, right? Why there's no article dealing with why this these numbers are so imbalanced? Because your eye test can see there's nothing there that look like you. There's nothing there that look like me. You understand what I'm saying? And and if it was in the reverse, <laughs> you probably have to say why. And he said something in this article, you know. So what has led to Curtis' will to work hard? I always thought that you have to be twice as good because we didn't have a whole lot of money and because I was a minority, Curtis said, you have to be twice as good and you'll get your opportunity. That's the kind of genesis of engine I have tried to succeed and trying to outwork them and outsmart them and outstrategize just so you can get that one opportunity. But why do we got to do that? Again, <laughs> a sentiment that most of us were taught as a principle by our mm. parents, but seems to no longer be the case as being twice as good is no longer good enough. Damn, see, see what I'm saying? Damn, okay, damn. So somebody will say, yes, somebody will say, you got to keep working hard. You're going to get your opportunity one day. But do you say the same things to the white coach? No. But the white coach is the one who tell you to keep working hard. You'll get opportunity one day. So I asked the question, had you had to keep working hard, twice as hard to get the position you get it? You know, I sit down and I think about it, right? The question is, I think that every successful businessman, I would say that, would have worked hard. I'm not going to say this person didn't work hard, this person worked hard. Whatever they did, they work hard to get what they want. And it's okay for them to come and say to you and I, well, I didn't just get this. I work hard for it. It's okay for them to say that. And for some people, yes, you see how this guy get here. How this guy get there. And how this guy get there. And how this guy get there. But as a minority, the system was built for you not to get there. Think about that. So, on one hand, the system is built for you to get there. So, all you have to do is work hard. Okay. And you will get your opportunity. Yeah. See what I'm saying, right? Yes. But if the system is built for you to not get there, this is what he's saying. Just work. Working hard and being good <laughs> is not good enough, enough anymore. Because it don't matter what you do, they will find a next step for you to climb. You see what I'm saying? Yes. They're going to find, oh, well, you got to get better communication. You got better that. Well, 
you know, you, you, you got to be accepted by the people. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, let's look and see what, you know, what, the, see, there's a next step. There's a next step. So it don't matter what you work hard and get good at. It's going to be a next step because it wasn't set up for you to succeed because the numbers don't lie. These numbers are in existence for a long time. Long time. You see what I'm saying? So it, it, it's not starting with you and I. We're just coming <laughs> yeah, into the system. So I like this part of the article because a lot of times people like to say, you know, you guys got to keep going at it and growing and you'll get your opportunity. Come on, stop. You know, I, you know. remember I was talking about that this morning, how I was reading from mm -hmm. the interview from 105.1. He said, our parents even taught us that. It's kind of like systematic. We've been taught that, yeah, we work hard, work hard, you'll get your opportunity in America. Just keep working hard. <laughs> That's what we've been taught since we've been, since we've been young. But think about any discussion you had that that's the first thing that come out. Yeah. You, know, you, you know, you get your opportunity. But then this, this, it's, this, it's so hypocritical because the same people will say you don't have enough experience to get an opportunity. <laughs> but then they will say work harder and you'll get an opportunity. But the opportunity is there for them already. So it, I could see like, okay, if your mom said, a wall, go down the road and get me some grocery, and when you come back, I'll give you the money for the sneakers you wanted. How quick are you going down there? I'm running. You're running. <laughs> You're running. You go in there with so much speed. You, you even want no distraction. Because you know yeah. there's an end goal to for you doing what you want. Your, yeah. You already given that. Yeah. Motivation. <laughs> you, you already give them that. You already know there's something waiting on you. Okay. You just have to do yeah, this. Yeah. But if you don't have that, <laughs> my mom said, "Go and come back." But said, "Go come back and let's see <laughs> you." You are not like. Yeah, know, That's I, true. I, that I, I, is I, so I don't true, know. man. I, know. I got you, something to do. Friend, hey, <laughs> what you doing, boy? <laughs> I go in there and think, but. <laughs> Because yeah. you ain't sure. Yes. There's nothing there. That's but when we, when we make mention of the first one, you said, boy, I was going there so fast. <laughs> I didn't care about no distractions. So we are in this position. I even think um, about it. It's crazy that you, they have the opportunity. So if they that's, work hard, that's they why, get, this is why they yeah, could say it. Yeah, yeah, that's why they okay. could say it to you and I. Okay. Keep working hard. You will get there. You'll yeah. get there. When when the when the, when the the owner got all this money, yeah, yeah. I've worked hard. hard. Yes, sir. You, you did, I you respect did. that you yeah. did work hard, that you earned what you have. I don't know your part. What I know, that was set up for you. You. Was that, that make that makes the sense. system set, set up, up for you, you to succeed? Yeah, you're gonna make it. You it make wasn't it. set up for me to succeed, and it don't matter how hard or honest I work, you're still gonna find a way to tell me that I need to humble. That's so true. I need to relax, I need to stay focused, I need to keep pushing. My chance will come. But look at the numbers where's the chances for the people before me? <laughs> Where are the chances for the people before me? A long time and ago. when the people who look like me get in, 
they are so afraid to bring, to bring me in <laughs> because they're not sure that they're going to be staying in. That is so true. So they're going to secure themselves mm-hmm. by aligning themselves with the very thing that they are securing to hold the position. You see what I'm saying? Yes. So they will look at you and I and say, well, uh, I really want, ah, we good, but yes. it ain't going to be that. The association <laughs> might, might take this thing from me. But let me go associate with this guy because they build the system for him to succeed. So if I'm connected with him, I'm going to make it. I'm sheltered. I'm sheltered, I'm covered, I'm protected. Because if two of us come together, boy, we open. We open to licks. We open to both of us getting fired. So I got to look. Oh, you don't see it? That's crazy. How many coaches that are black in in top position oftentimes have black assistant, black assistant, black assistant? I was just about to give the number from my other article. It's none. Go ahead. It's none. It's zero. There's no black head coach who's hired in position have hired a black assistant coach. That just sounds crazy, though. Like, I, it don't sound crazy because, like, what you said, I ain't trying to get open. It's so not let me, crazy. It's, not it's, crazy. it's, it's <laughs> system. You That's know, crazy. if a system has shown, right, not what we're making up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. we just we had numbers. <laughs> we, we have... A top GM, you yeah, have a yeah. top GM saying the same thing. We got, we got athletes saying the same thing. We got Chris, Chris Dunn coming out and saying, hey. <laughs> saying things like, "Listen, it's it exists. It's there. It's there. It exists. It's, it's it's happening all over. It's happening all over the world. You see what I'm saying? Yes. And until the conversations, the honest conversations." happen it's gonna go under the night <laughs> it's gonna go under the night again and again and we're gonna continue to be 79 percent at right <laughs> see that, what i'm saying that just sounds so bad this, 79 that's 80 almost 80 percent of us is down there and and they can't even they can't even count the numbers <laughs> and the numbers down there is the ones who just need to get a c or a b and they they looking back at us on top of the hill. You see what I'm saying? Because like I just said, the the system set up. If you do this as as, as a white coach, you got that one. It's there for you. But it don't matter what you do as a black coach. Even white females. I read an article. Even white females, young young females that are are even getting more opportunities than us. You'd be surprised. You'll be directors of, of coaching and they're young. They just got beat. Um, and they're already, they already director coaches. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it's it's so glaring and you wonder, like like you said, they said they see no issue. Yeah. They see no issue because if I'm locked in a house and my family is awesome, life has no issue. When I come out of that house and I experience some things that are going on in your house, I'll be like, 
one or two things gonna happen. I'll be like, well, let me go back and tell my girls. (laughs) (laughs) Or I will, wow, it's a real world out there. You live it different. But when you stay, if you stay in your little cocoon for long enough, nothing else outside affects you because you have find you have found your comfort yeah. in your place that you stand in. So I don't blame them. This is what I said the people in the field have not done nothing different to change what is happening outside of the field. Yeah. Because outside the field you can't blame. You can't blame them because they're in their own house. Yeah. And in their house they're comfortable. They're not affected by what is going on outside of their house. So when you and I talk about it, it becomes uncomfortable because they don't understand. And what we say, the unknown always make people uncomfortable. You see what I'm saying? The unknown always keep people in this defensive stance. You see? And then... Okay, well, this is what we know, so, and we are in position of power, so confirm. We don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but we're in position of power, so we expect you to conform, or you are a problem. And that, that is an issue that most good people don't want to address, so they're also part of the problem. But the numbers don't lie. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Coach Kyle Show. You with Coach Kyle McKinnon and the Greater Wallamed. We just want to take this time to to thank our sponsors for for supporting our program. The small black businesses, the the Hispanic businesses, the white businesses. We want to thank everybody for sponsoring us, uh, sponsoring sponsoring our little show. Uh, we want to thank our listeners who every now and then give us some good reflection they give us their take on what they're hearing what they're listening to we appreciate every single person who take part in this podcast we truly appreciate it and it's motivating us and it's driving us to continue to make changes in in a holistic way that people can come together and the game of soccer could could build more relationships and and break this barrier and bridge the gap so that the game can continue to be a healthy substance within the environment. Yeah, you you keep believing. <laughs> yeah, keep believing. <laughs> three youth soccer coaches with a combined of ninety five years of experiencing coaching at the youth level. Now that just that level alone, 95 years of coaching at the youth level. Marion Garns, Technical Director of St. Mary's Soccer Club in Maryland. Cobb Hakeem, Director of Coaching at Futsal America. And Larian Donson, Executive President and Director of Coaching at Real Colorado. We asked the question to them, why are more black soccer coaches being recognized for head soccer positions at the national level? Hakeem comes out and believes and says, due to the lack of diversity in soccer coaching at the higher level, diversity is a key for sports to thrive and grow. We need more ethnic coaches and players in the game with different ideas, styles, which he believes that's the future of the game is decided by the coach, not the player. Hmm. 
What do you think about that? That he believes that coach. It, I mean, you believe that though. I, you know, the position of coaches, it's is a position of influence. Yes. Yes. And if if the coaches influence the game, <laughs> then that should say a lot about <laughs> what the game will look like. And if there's no diversity in the game, <laughs> it could become very unattractive. Can you imagine? Um, especially in America. <laughs> and even in the outside world, in the soccer mm -hmm. world, you know, people could say the same thing. But the quality of coaches, they're, they're saying, they're literally saying that we earn the right to be here based on what we see with mm -hmm. our eye test. Yes. There's no opportunities given out there mm -hmm. the same way. But it's difficult because the production level out there okay. is crazy. <laughs> it's it's producing. Yeah. You know? So that that debate could go on and go back and forth, back and forth. Need to be holistic changes all around. But the level of the game here, it struggles. Yeah. It struggles at all levels. So, I believe what he's saying. It's it needs to be based on merit. And where are the interviews and the the pool of coaches that says that opportunities are given mm -hmm. to black coaches? Yeah. Also, let me let me add on mm -hmm. to that. He he said that with with the uh, diversity of coaches because a lot of these. Coaches from the uh, minorities, they have different knowledge, their education, their qualification, their personality, mm -hmm. determination, skill, discipline. There's so many things. If we talk about us, we can always bring back to KMSA. There's so many things that you have done different, seeing it from you as a coach, that I've never seen from so many coaches that I've worked with or when teams I've played with that. It's just unique. And I was just thinking right now when we're talking, you are the first black coach that in my life, that worked. Even me playing, there was no black coach. It just it just hit me like now, like yo, I didn't work with no black coach. It was either somebody from Spain, somebody from Costa Rica, Spanish, white. There was no black coach in my life. It's, it's <laughs> yo, crazy. you know, it's and I crazy. and there's so many black kids on the team. There were so many black kids on the team. So yo. you're saying that. Somebody from a different culture, from a different upbringing, can influence a group of people that don't look nothing like them. But in the same token, you're saying that a black coach is not capable mm -hmm. of going into this professional environment and influencing that environment in the same way you're saying that a white coach that don't understand nothing about the black culture, the black upbringing, can coach black players. Dude, that that's straight hard facts. That's what it. That's, that's what, what we're saying. That's, that's what we're saying. That's what you're saying. Yeah, you you're saying that we are not capable of going into a professional environment yes. and influencing our environment in a meaningful way because we don't represent whatever culture was, was created. Mm -hmm. But you could take a white coach that have no understanding of the black culture, 
of the black upbringing of where I came from, how I was brought up, how I see the game, how how my skill set work could influence me life, yeah. to change and to be what he or she wants me to be. Because coaching is a position of influence. It's about change. It's about moving somebody from where they are to where they need to be. See what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that also relates to culture. Because the coach create the culture. Yeah. Or the organization create the culture. Mm -hmm. And the culture is, is represented by core values. Whose core values? It has to be theirs. And, it is, it, and the training is based on teaching model. Who teaching model? <laughs> no, it's not, it's, not ours. it's not ours. It's not ours. Who growth model? Ours? Yeah. Well, is it based on, on our culture? Are, are we a part of, of the whole studies of how it affects us psychologically? Mm. How it affects us physically? Mm -mm. How it affects us emotionally? Are we, are we a part of that? I, I don't see no studies that said that. <clears throat> I don't think so. Because everybody that wrote those models, they, they don't look like me and you. Mm. You understand? So once again, they're speaking on a culture that they're not a part of. That they, 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 they were never in a home with black parents. They, they, again, but they can speak on how we're supposed to behave, how we're supposed to act, how we're supposed to coach. But, but we cannot say from a position of power this is how you do things. This is how you do it. And that's why we're not in position of power in, in, a, in a large scale. So you, you got all of this all of this dynamics happening and you you listen to these articles and, and you're like, okay, you know, I've been going I've been going uphill all this time. All my life. You want me to tell you a little bit something crazy? Yeah. I, I just realized that. I was a little bit, I was a lot rebellious towards these coaches too. You know what actually just hit me now until I went back to Africa to have a black coach, which helped me structure my playing and structure life in general when I went back home because yeah. I had a black coach. Yeah. I just realized how, remember I told you I used to try to skip practice. I'm like, I ain't listening to this coach until I had a black coach in my face like, yo, <laughs> I would slap you. You better, like, it hit me right now like, yo, it it's that serious. He knew the culture, so... I can't tell him, like, nah, I ain't doing that. It yeah. would be different. Yeah, he knew the culture. He, 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 he knew exactly <laughs> what you need. Yeah, I, yo, it's crazy. Yes, yes. <laughs> you, you, oh, you, my God. You, guess, this is what I'm saying. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. Like, it's all psychological. And it's a psychological warfare. When a coach comes into a program... He first established the identity of the team based on who? Based on himself. Based on who he is. So when you when you go and you under a staff of only white coaches telling you this is what we want, it's back to the same thing. This is your model, but you got a diverse group down there. Yes. If there's not a diverse group, then it's all white. So you better conform because this is what we expect and that's what we expect you to treat, our, treat these kids. kids yeah. 
you dare not come in here with your culture. Oh, when you come in here, yeah. leave your culture right. at the door. door. Just, yeah, when you step ball. into this environment yeah. with all these white coaches here, yeah. you better act white. Yeah. You better be white. You better speak white. And you better treat these kids white. There's, there's no respect for, all right, this is the culture. This is what you bring. Now balance. Yeah. Balance. Because the balance is needed because there's different cultures, cultures you're coaching. Yeah, different cultures, yeah. So it's not all you. But again, they're not going to tell you balance. They say conform. And if they say balance, why are they not saying balance to the system of coaching? Why zero black coach in NWSL? So many black where's the where is so the balance? <laughs> where's the balance? Assistant coach. What? One or two? Where is the balance? There's no balance. But you have different cultures in there. If there's different cultures in there, how there's no balance? But you as the coach have to balance now. Like I said, for me it's all psychological. It's it's the model they create, you must follow that model. And that model then cater for you or I. Because every time they see you and I, you're arrogant, you're aggressive, you're loud, you're this, you're that, you're that. That's what they see. That's what they talk about. The communication skills <laughs> and, and um being professional, somebody gonna tell you writing an email and being sent on time is professional. But it, but but <laughs> run a good session and able to to articulate your teaching method, you can't do that. Don't know nothing about the team. Don't know nothing about the personnel. But you technical director, director coaching. Don't know nothing about the goal of the last season. But he, he, all of these things. But. Being professional in this environment is make sure the emails go on time. Yeah. And make sure you look professional. That what you mean is make sure the people pay. Because you you're, you're acting you're acting right. You you're sending things on time. But the soccer part let's <laughs> make sure they show up. <laughs> make sure they have a good time. Make sure they look, have a good yeah, time. Yeah, make sure they have, have fun. fun. <laughs> but being professional is sending the email. Cause again, it's intellectual. Yeah. It's testing your psyche. Yeah. They, 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 they want to know if you're smart enough, if you, if, you, if you have a degree or a bachelor's, and in that moment, you're not equipped. No, no, just look at somebody, look at the criteria to get a job, a certain coaching job. Um, you, you must be very skilled at communication. That's a big one. That's the you, biggest one. That's one you of the must be ones. very skilled at writing emails. Yeah. You must be very skilled at all them things. So why I can't hire somebody to write them emails? <laughs> why can't I be skilled at what I do on the field? Because it don't matter what I do with emails, communication, whatever. I gotta get back. <laughs> on that field, I must get the players to do the right to do the right things so that we could win. Because at the end of the day, all you want to do is win because winning bring money. It generates more money at the end of the day. So okay, I can't write email. Oh, what? They, they put up with you though. How how <laughs> many how many top coaches write their own emails?
None. How many None. top coaches None. are not being told what to say before they go on the interview? They're not being prepped. So why are you making it look like these coaches just born and become this thing we you talking about? All of them go in a room and 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 sit down and they're being taught how to deal with the media, what to say to the media. Be mindful what you will say in the media. Good. This is this is these are the you know the questions are sent before done. Even the president goes the, the, the president do the same. So why <laughs> they make it like it's not a learned behavior is something you have to come with. Why did why they do that? So, I tell you, it's all psychological. They tell you these things to kind of break you down and and marginalize you, right. like you are not equipped to coach. Mm. Coaching is about influence. influence. Okay. Coaching have nothing. The best coach I had it could be smoking weed. <laughs> could be smoking pot all day. And like, hey, you stay out of trouble, boy. If I see you hanging around here, you will get something from me. Make sure six o'clock I don't see you on the road. Make sure you do your work. Do your homework. Do your homework. Make sure. Did you do your stuff at home? Your parents calling the coach. The coach just hanging around, just coaching. Hey, <laughs> right, this boy acting. You acting what? Yes, come, sir. come stand in front of me. Sir. Influence. You're right, you're right. So, you're right. since when you you you, you 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 must be intellectually savvy. You you, you must get a bachelor's in science. <laughs> what kind of ignorance <laughs> to coach the game? When the poorest and the, some of the, the players yeah. who have never even gone to school yeah. had to actually go and educate themselves when they became a professional because they had the resources to do such are the person you pay millions for. You know why? Because they're in the field. It don't matter what they get in. What you get in is much better than what he get in. So they ain't mind giving you it. Because whatever they give you, you get they get in three yeah, times, sure. ten times, fifteen times. So all this notion of you have to, it's psychological um, warfare that it we're really in, really where they're trying to, 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 to conform that this is the way and don't respect the culture. I feel that is what he's alluding to. Okay. That more diversity is needed because you have a diverse community within soccer. Okay. And you must be able to cater to that. It can't be without balance. There is no balance. We'll be right back. If you're in the playing field here or coming from miles away and looking for a hairstylist, then Mary's African hair braiding can supply your every need. Stop in at 423 Park Avenue, Plainfield, New Jersey, 07060. Or call 908-590-3361 for extensions, locks, and many more. Book your appointment today in this friendly and very comfortable environment. They will take care of you. All COVID guidelines are in place. Welcome back to the Coach Kyle Show. You're with Coach Kyle McKinnon and the great Awal Ahmed. And we're discussing in this podcast why there's not enough diversity in head positions in soccer in the U.S. So we're back on, on Hakeem and, and what he had to say. Yeah, he said for changes to happen, Hakeem believes that coaches must share their own experiences with other members. And I actually believe strongly in that. I said why? Remember I asked you the question, why, yeah. 
other black coaches don't come together and try to, you know, form something or try to see, again, how we can make this happen. So he said, don't just be a taker to be a giver. Teach your players, your colleagues about training, nutrition, recovery, fitness, management, marketing, budgeting, seasonal planning, dealing with parents, fans, media, and logistics. So this is what I told you. I said, with somebody that has, and I don't know, you can you can add on to that. With somebody that has the experience, why are they not sharing that with other black coaches that want to get to a certain level? Because, like I said, it's systematic. And it's, it's not going after the unknown. You know, it's comfort. Everybody reached a point where they get comfortable. And when they get comfortable, the unknown don't excite them. Especially when that comfort is making you millions or hundreds of thousands of dollars. If you are comfortable, you're not going to put yourself in an uncomfortable situation just to fulfill something somebody's saying. At the end of the day, you don't have to care because you're walking out with your $150,000 a year or your $200,000 a year, you're driving a company car and you're going home to a big house. Why, why would you want that to change? Because if that changed, then you and I are fighting for that two hundred thousand, and we, eat. I might stand a chance where you might lose it. Yeah, you might actually. Lose so, again, it's so it's fear. I, I think it's fear. You think it's fear? I, 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 again, only the people in power can change it, because at the end of the day, they have the resources, and if they can invest their resource in whoever they want to invest their resource in. The question is why there's not a balance. You understand what I'm saying? Okay. And the, and and there's no need to share nothing if you've all if you've forever kept the people out. What's the purpose <laughs> of sharing? What's the purpose of sharing? And again the black coaches would not share because you know like they said at the bottom, it's always crowded. Yeah, it's tight. Crowded, and when it's crowded, crowded one person trying to get up. Yeah. So guess what? Oftentimes you gotta step on people yeah. to get up. So if all if seventy nine percent of us at the bottom here, crabs in a barrel, bro. What do you think? Is one trying to step 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 on somebody else's head to get up? And that is a big issue. You see, look who on top. They don't need to fight each other. They just need to share with each other and they're going to keep staying on top. So just look at the system and how it built. You will understand why we continue to be where we are and, and, and why the dominant figure within the coaching, within the coaching environment, the white coaches, mm -hmm. continue to stay in the position in. You, we could sit here and say it's their fault. <laughs> the system set up and they work in the system. Our system is also set up. <laughs> and we work the system very well. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Yeah. We are at the bottom. Because the numbers don't lie. Seven to nine percent are in wreck. Travel is wreck. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Yeah. It's wreck. It they're not on the development pathway. Travel not on the developmental pathway. To national team, to college, mm -hmm. to nothing. So it's wreck. 
it's a high level of wreck. Because the real wreck just, <laughs> yeah, they do all kind of things. Yeah, they so they don't show up and eat something <laughs> and, and, and so oranges. And did play you, in, in communities. Did you read what Don, Donaldson said? He what said, Donaldson shares similar stimulus, uh, sentiments to Akeem about the lack of black coaches in higher mm-hmm. level. He said it's ridiculous. When U.S. soccer thinks of a term soccer, so maybe this is where we can talk about why. When U.S. soccer thinks of term of soccer, who in the minority in the sport, they think Latin. So if we're going to get people, if we're going to get people to influence kids, we got to get either Latin or European coaches. They don't look at it like, okay, black people are a big part of that, the sport. Only a blind man can see that. Like, <laughs> well, there's a lot of just black people. The clubs around. There's a lot of blind people there. Just look at the clubs around. <laughs> there, there, there is a perception, and I remember stating this when I was in a certain club. Okay. There is a perception that only white coaches are educated on this game. That, that, that just sounds crazy. But though, it's man. a perception. <laughs> like, I'm like, telling you, and when I said it, you know, people got uncomfortable. And that, but you say it's not true, but every time you're in a travel or a rec program, look who coaches the better teams. Or the so-called <laughs> better teams. That's a fact. It's you not, see what I'm saying? It's not black coaches, bro. It's, it's not, predominantly it's not, white coaches. And then, you in the gold team or in the blue t- in the white team or in the silver or yellow team, and you sending the players them up. Them up, yeah. You building them up, bro. And, and again, if you are UEFA B licensed coach and a USSF B licensed coach and somebody is in a blue team and they, and kids are literally saying to you, I, why do you, again, why do you want to be in a team? Because we believe it's better playing and in some respect better coaching. Unconsciously saying it. And you know he's up there and don't even have an F license. Okay. Here comes it again. Okay. <laughs> well, he don't need a license actually to be a good coach. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let a black coach have a license. <laughs> well, you know, you're good, but you know, you got to develop that. You got you to gotta go, you know, do sock. You got to get sock education, you know, because one of the things you're going to run up with is if you don't have it, people will, you know, will ask the question. Yes, yeah. That's what they talk to you and I. <laughs> but on that side of the fence, let him, let, uh, you know, learn. yeah, let him, let him go through the process. Uh, he's, he's good, you know. He, you know, he know to work, deal with the people, yeah. and he, you know, he works well with the kids. Yes. You know, you know, he needs to continue going to educate himself. But at this, but <laughs> just you know, but but is what you cancel everything. You I cancel just everything said. you just, just said. said right? It didn't matter. It didn't matter what I did. So. It's not hard to see. Mm-hmm. They they just there's a perception with parents with players, and and these are all experiences. So no, nobody can say nothing to me. I had a black coach, a black friend who coaches. Yeah, he was doing a camp, and he was doing a good job in the camp, and he was standing next to the director, and. A parent came up with a child. Mm-hmm. And this is a black child. Okay. Parent came up with a child. Hey, this camp is so awesome. We we we, we want to get some privates. With the coach. With the coach. Okay. So, director's like, yeah, you know, he knows. 
he, he knows his thing. Um, the black parent trying to say, no, no disrespect, but um, my son wants to work with a white coach because he likes his accent. No. I kid you not. Kyle, that's mad. I kid you see. not. That's what? I kid you not. And the coach is and right here. The, the, the coach right there. And the, the dad said, ah, it's nothing against. He just he just like the accent and he, he gets excited. What did the director say? <laughs> like what? Like? Uh, the coach the coach was out that job after that. The coach didn't work there anymore. But what? I just trying to show you it's a perception. It's a perception that a white coach automatically knows more about the game than, me. than you. So let's do it again. White coach does an evaluation. Black coach does an evaluation. Black coach don't know what he's saying because it don't look nothing like the evaluation. <laughs> but the evaluator don't even have a license. Don't have no resume in terms of playing at no level. But again, it don't mm -hmm. mean that he don't know. And I know. I'm just trying to show you how quick they are able to address you to mm -hmm. say, you but he it. said this. Okay, let's put the paper there. Yeah. Based on what he said, what he said. They won't ask that question. You see what I'm saying? Yes. I'm not saying... Black coach right or white coach wrong or white coach right, black coach wrong. I'm saying, look at the perception. Yeah. You're quick to question <laughs> my ability <laughs> yeah. as a black coach, but you will conform what that to whatever was said by the white coach. Not even that. Because it's a perception. It's a real perception out there that white coach are intellectually better to coach soccer than a black coach. All the black coaches aggressive. He aggressive. He you know arrogant and un unapproachable and you know, all of these things. All these things. White coach, um, you know he was a little bit soft for the kids. Um, very nice guy. Very nice. Very top class. Top class. Top class guy. But listen, you say that it just it makes me think of so many terms. I'm I heard parents you, say that. Yeah. Top, top class guy, very good guy, it's very good, yeah. very easy it's going. Little, yeah, they, they, calm, but you know, these yeah. are the same parents who bring in their kids to you to do privates. Yeah. <laughs> think about that, right? And then leave and say, you know, you're doing a good job. <laughs> doing a good job. Uh, so <laughs> if this guy is such a top class guy. Why is your child not learning what they're learning with this black coach for the first time? Even even what they say about them is, is a different perception. It's, right? a, it's, a, it's, you know, dude, yeah. it's a perception that, you know, everybody get uncomfortable. But nobody understands how uncomfortable they make other people who have always been in the gutters with, with no real chance or possibility of getting there. Mm -hmm. Because... Curtis is saying it. <laughs> Working hard. Just not good enough anymore. Not. You go go get pro license. I you still gonna be assistant for something. Yeah. It still might not be a coach for nothing. Yeah, yeah, your chances are very slim to none, dude. And then the black people don't want to hide the black people. Because there's no coverage. There's no coverage. Backward square. There's no coverage. So 
we we in a bad position. Um, we could go on and on. We will come back and, and, and we'll kind of close this podcast out with something that we want you um, to get uh, in this Black History Month, you know. Especially in soccer we're dealing with because we talk all things soccer on this show. But when we come back, we'll, we'll, we will identify um, something that is, is very glaring and, and then we'll close out. We'll be right back. Looking for a haircut or a stylist? Then come down to Hollywood 2 Unisex Salon. They specialize in precision cuts, updos, braids, locks, extensions, and many more. Check them out at 1305 West Baltimore Avenue, Linden, New Jersey, 07036. Or call 908-587-0086 to book your appointment today. This friendly environment will take care of you. Be sure to know all COVID guidelines are in place. I'll come back to the Coach Kyle show. You with Coach Kyle McKinnon and the great Walla Med. I think this podcast was, was a lot of eye-openers. Um, it's just like, even in my own life, like just talking about this, you live it every day. Mm-hmm. You see it all the time, you know. You see it in, 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 and it's it's like so presumptuous. It's like, I know and I don't care kind of attitude. You're going to do what you got to do, or we can get you out of here, you know. Or we're going to get you out of here sophisticatedly, you know. We're going we're gonna to play politics, yeah. and, and we're going to find a way uh, for you so to do it. So it's, it's so presumptuous now. Um, and it's okay because you're in position of power. Now, <laughs> yeah, like I said, you're in position of power now because the world is constantly moving, yes. nothing lasts forever, right? Something thing. lasts for a very long time, you know, <laughs> but it don't ever last forever. Yeah. So, it might be your kids and my kids changing the whole dynamics, it might not be us, who knows, right? Nobody knows, right? But the reality is. This is a reality. And and we are part of the minority. So it gives us all the right to speak on it. Because we are living it. But in this article, it speaks to some, to some key things. And it says, for us to be recognized, we must be able to promote the advancement of our abilities. And I go further to say, Promote the advancement of your God-gifted talent and abilities. Because you're not just doing it because you want to compete. You're doing it because you were being, you, you've been gifted to do something to change this place, to change this world, to change the life of young people, mm-hmm. to stop young people from going to commit suicide, mm-hmm. to stop young people from turning to drugs. You've been gifted You've been gifted with it. So it, it's, it's, it's not for competition. It's to make real changes in life because every child, every situation you encounter, you could be a change maker. You could be a chain breaker. Hmm. Understand? You can, you can turn that person into something they never believed they could have become. Yeah. So we need to promote 
we need to promote and an, an the advancement of our ability that God has gifted us. And and again, if a, if if the white environment and society don't want to embrace that, that is okay. That's fine. That's fine. But it don't. It shouldn't stop you from doing what you're gifted to do, or discourage it, you, or discourage you from it. giving it to every single person. It matter creed, race, what? No, you you are gifted with this to give every single person you encounter. That is your truth. That is your honesty. That is the work that we as black coaches need to do. Mm-hmm. We need to take our focus off of the competition and focus on us and what we have the ability to do and do it without fear, favor, without bending over backwards. Anything that bends over could be written. Yes. You see what I'm saying? Yes. And and that is something that we need to 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 really deal with. One day we will not ask questions as to why US soccer does not provide black coaches the opportunity to coach at national team levels, but instead we will see a black man or a woman wearing the red, white and blue on the sideline leading a team to the World Cup. Can you imagine that? What? For me the world the world, the country must be happy to embrace that. It must not be a competition to do, to it. do it. Okay. It must be something with people of all walks of life embrace and says, we, this is who we are. This is who we are. We are greatness. And wherever that greatness comes from, we should embrace it. Yes. But there must be balance. There must be, you know, every time you, you talk about, you know, why there's so many white coaches or why there's so many white players or why there's so many things, people get so, so uncomfortable. Yeah, and you're yeah. on this side of the fence struggling to why you can't get those opportunities when you are working hard. Curtis says, working hard is no longer an indicator of getting no job nowhere. But a wall, you're not allowed to feel uncomfortable. You are not allowed to feel hurt. You are not allowed to be discouraged. You are not allowed to feel bad. You are allowed to shut up and show up. <laughs> shut up, show up. Your time will come. Be patient. Uh, I heard that too many times. Uh, and guess what? We believe it. We believe it. We believe that one day we, we will get there. Better believe in yourself and God that know that one day he will get you there. Because he's he's the one that gives you this gift. He's the one that gives you this ability. Nobody don't have to trust it. Nobody don't have to like it. Nobody don't, don't even have to embrace it. That is the choice of, of that's the choice that all of us is given, right? Yeah. We are not in debt to no one. And no one owes us nothing. Yeah. This is the next thing. We all feel like somebody owes us something. Ain't nobody owing me nothing. You understand? Yeah. I am here because God created me to be here at this time, in this season, in this in 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 this year. Yeah. That's the only reason why I'm here. Not because of you, not because of nobody. I am here because God sees it fit to say, Kyle, you need to be here now. At this time, yeah. So nobody owes me nothing. And I don't want nobody to give me no handout either. No, we never did that. We've never ever said that though. But we, th- but this is sometimes we we get lost in in 
Well, why are you not? It? You think that black as a black community we do that though? You we do that? it a lot. Okay. Well, why are we not? no? Like, listen. Okay. What do you have? Use it. Yeah. Use it. Some people ain't gonna like it. Some people gonna close their door <laughs> at you. But you still have it. It's yours. Use it. It's yours. It's yours. They're using what they have. Yeah. Everybody else is using what they have. But you are always told not to use what you have. You are told to use what they have to secure yourself. You're told to use what your friend have. To use what your friends say. To do, do everything what everybody wants. But your enemy to yourself. No, the time must come where we... We must be aware of what is happening. Because it's the art of war. You have to know your enemies. You have to know what they're doing. Seriously. You, you, you have to know what the opposition doing so you can defend correctly. <laughs> you, you have to know what the opposition doing so you can attack correctly. Yeah. It, it's, it's a principle. So if you feel like you're not getting to where you want to get to because there's some hurdles, well, go train harder and jump higher and sprint faster. You can get to the finish line for us. That's all you got to do. Well, what else are you going to do? What else are you going to do? There's nothing else. There's nothing else. If the hurdle too high, you got to train to jump higher. Jump higher. Because you're going you're gonna to follow your face, jump higher, and sprint. Don't just jump. You got to sprint faster too. Because you want to beat them to the finish line. I mean, listen. We know, we know, you know, talking about race in soccer and, and and the numbers, you know, why white coaches are so far ahead of black coaches, you know, it's systematic. It's built it's built that way. For whatever reason. I, I didn't build it. I came and meet it. I I came and meet it. As a fact. I, what, what 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 am I gonna do? I could follow it or I could try to Bring awareness and, and and let people have a sense of conscience and, and start asking this, asking themselves those real hard questions. Why? You know, nobody not asking the question. Nah, no and nobody not speaking on that why too, right? Yeah. And show me an article yeah, that we, says we, we, we you know, look it, clearly says why there is ten teams and ten white coaches. For years and years and years. Why it is Youth academies, 90-something percent white coaches. Why? Nobody has not coaching? <laughs> Nobody has not good? Yeah, yeah, again, just, just just say why. You don't have to say why. They don't have to say why. Because guess what? You're the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. You can stay right there. Yeah, do what you got to do. Look up here. We good. We good, we we good up here. We ain't fighting nobody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can talk of what you want down here. You understand? Yeah. So, it's it's just, it's Black History Month and it's just consciousness, it's just awareness and, and it's not going to change until God says it's going to change. That's that's my, that's my um, prognosis on this matter. It's not going to change until God, until God changes it. Um, and to me, he, he is the greatest of them all and he knows everything and he controls everything. So I I just feel like I there's no real answers because you don't even know what is the problem, what is the real problem, you know. 
all you know is everything look everything look clear up there and everything look black down here. That's all that's all you know. You 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 really can't put your hand on something that says why. So now that you could really start your journey to get in to where you need to get to because there's a why. There's no why. It's just happening. And it's continuing to happen. And and every time you talk about it, like the article says, oh, we don't see no problem. See no problem. So so then we are the problem. <laughs> because we obviously <laughs> seen a problem. problem yeah. So that then say the that, then <laughs> say the black coaches community have a problem. Now tell us what that problem is. And if you tell us what that problem is, what is it based on? Your understanding of life or a universal understanding of life? That's all. That's a good way to put it. It's a good way to put it. And again, Marie from John 8, 32, he said, and we shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Yeah. So again, this is a big thing. Like you said, it's going to come to a change. It's going to come out. It's going to come out sooner or later. Like you say, it might not be us. It might be our kids. That will see the change. But we got to be the change. Like you said, you and I and people that want to see this change, we got to keep pushing. And we got to show them again the numbers. Show them the truth. Show them that what we're seeing from the inside. Because yeah. it's a it's a big problem. It's a very big problem. You just got to <laughs> keep going. And they say, well, you get charged and then do what? So now you're looking at me with a... On a microscope. microscope, you already know. So what? I don't care. There's so many people who haven't done well too. Some people ain't last a month in a job. So what? It comes to the territory. Coach get fired. Coach, coach yeah, get hired. Yeah. Coach get fired. Seriously, seriously. it's it's a re result oriented business. You got to win. Yeah. You you got to do well, or you get fired. Yeah. So so what? Yeah. This you you already prejudging. You understand? I don't care. <laughs> Just like you had the opportunity and fail and you learn. Yeah. <laughs> so what? We might succeed. Yeah, we might actually. <laughs> we might just do well. <laughs> so then what? We might not do well. Guess what? All right. Now we get up. Now, now we have something to climb. Yeah. Now we have something to reach for. Now we know what the expectations are. So it doesn't matter. That's not the, that's not the discussion. Discussion is why. That's all. Why? That's a simple question. Why? Why is this so prevalent? And you, you feel it, boy. You hear it. You. It's like it's. It's like I say. It's so presumptuous. And you know, it's like yeah. I'm gonna. Sh I'm gonna show you I can do it. And you don't care. And you can't do nothing about it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You you say all you want. You look where you at. And you gotta be careful, you know, because you know, they, they, you know, people can shut doors. Like, how is that even? How, how you? How? How are people so okay to say that? Like, you can't speak your truth. You can't make nobody uncomfortable because this boy got some power, and he knows some people. He's gonna close doors on you, and and everybody think that is okay to tell somebody. Hey, all you know what you're saying, boy. Yeah, cause, the yeah. guy, you know, <laughs> no people. <laughs> what? what? Why that guy not watching what he's doing? Cause he got no fear. 
he 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 feels he's above everything he's above me as a human being he's above you and then somebody will come to tell me i need to watch what i say i need to watch how i behave what model are you coming with <laughs> because last time i checked that wasn't part of my bringing up that, that, that wasn't part of how my parents brought me up. So who are you? What what makes you so... What makes you an expert in my life? Yeah, it's a big way to say it. What makes you an expert what, what in makes my you an expert? That, was, that wasn't part of my upbringing. So how... What, how you get to this point where you could tell me shut my mouth or door is going to be closing my face? How powerful are you? See how presumptuous yeah. they are, boy? To, to come and tell you be quiet. <laughs> to, or you're going to have bad repetition. It's going to be a problem. You don't want that. You're going to be somebody people can't work with. That's a big one. Because I make you uncomfortable. Because I talk about the things that you, you, you don't want to address. I'm, I'm termed as a problem. Where's your consciousness, though? You say you're a good person. You you are not a good person because you don't have a conscience to tell somebody, I am in power. Shut your mouth. I don't care what you have to say. Shut up. Yeah, that's what they really want Conform. to say. Conform. Follow the rules. Because these doors can close. You're so powerful. Wow. That you got the power to close a door. You got power to close the door. All I'll say to you who listening, what happened when the door closed on you? Where where is that where where are you going? When the door closed on you and there's no way out of that door, where are you going? That's the question you should you should lay in your bed and ask yourself. The doors that you closing for people, the holes that you digging for people. It's a bigger hole. It's a bigger hole. <laughs> yeah, that you hole, come for you. That hole, you got to so, answer a lot of things. Be man. mindful. <laughs> yeah. Use your power to do good. Yeah. Use your power to bring change. Use your power to influence. Use your power to have honest conversation. Use your power to have the hard conversations. Use your power to understand before you could be understood. See what I'm saying? And then, and then the soccer environment will change. As for now, it's more of the same. It's more of the same. It's a great perception that a black coach is not intelligent enough than a white coach who don't even have something to speak of. Just go and speak well, like the kid. He speaks well. I like his accent. That just sounds cute. What? So much of that out there. Don't fool yourself. It's so much of that. I've been here long enough and do this long enough and dealt with enough players and coaches enough to know exactly what I'm saying. It's a great perception. It's a great perception that they know when they don't know. They, half the times they don't know. And they know they don't know too. <laughs> can't blame them system set up you walk into the system just like 
we could walk into a system that's set up for us too. Us, yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's you as a human being, before we go, it's you as a human being to have a conscience to say, nah, this guy know what he's doing. Yeah. I know I could get this, but I think this guy would be best suited for the, to do this. It's conscience. It comes down to conscience, bro. You have to have the conscience to say no. How much will? Yeah, boy, we seen it. Yeah. Percentage is there. <laughs> the percentage is there for percentage you. Percentage is there. It's 79. Percentage. 79. So you listen to yourself. So yeah. I say, you know, soccer is universal. Yeah. It's diverse. You know, it have no social economic limits on it. Seriously. You know, it, it's, it's for everybody. It's for every body is not limited to no group of people this is a game that changed people's lives change my life change your life and that's what that's where the focus need to be can a person effect change can a person bring a level of influence that brings result in the lives of people and if that is the case that should be the only indicator Nothing else. Not how you look, not which school you went to, not how much degree you have. But how you can influence, how you can bring change, how you can empower. If that is not the case, then there is a problem. If you don't see the problem, we know what the problem is. The problem is actually you. Stay blessed and have a good week. Come to KMSA where we develop soccer players through discipline, respect, and togetherness. You can contact us at kmsocceracademy at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at km underscore soccer underscore academy or Coach Kyle.